this Premier League Week 10 Picks edition of the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorchers where you can win 100x, that's right, turn $5 into 500 in one game. Plus, every Sunday they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500. We're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hufbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Plus, NBA is back and so is the NBA Gambling Podcast. To celebrate, we're giving away an NBA Gambling Podcast hoodie. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA dog for all of the details. Welcome everybody to the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle upon time in the northeast of England. Today is uh, possibly Tuesday the 24th of October. Uh, you're probably listening to this on a, uh, Wednesday or Thursday, um, the 24th or 25th. And we are here to have a look at the weekend games in the Premier League. And have a little squiz around uh, what's happened in the Champions League tonight. Um, this is a recorded episode. We are not going live. Um, so if you want to uh, text in to try and win a prize or something, don't bother because you've missed the boat. Phone lines have closed. Do not text or call. You may be charged, etc. Um, yeah, well, Barry's going on holiday tomorrow, the flash get. Uh, so we're recording on Tuesday night. Uh, Barry, nice early start for you, son. Yeah, I've got to be on the road for about 4.30 in the morning and it's currently 10pm, so I should really be in bed at this time of night. Um, but yeah, here we are. Uh, got a handicap before we get in the Premier League, so, you know, got to be done. Did the, uh, has the Amazon man stopped coming? Uh, he's, he's still arriving today. Um, <laughs> um, we had a giant inflatable flamingo arrive today. <laughs> That's about five foot long, I think. Is that yours? Um, some trainer socks, you know, little ankle socks, some of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, we had some Ray-Ban sunglasses arrive today. That's just in the nick of time, isn't it? Talk about cutting Just in time. the nick of time. They were... Um, um, you were are you a big swimmer, Baz? I'm going to be snorkelling, like. I'm looking forward to snorkelling in Egypt. Oh, yeah. one of the, uh, it's one of the seven um, underwater wonders of the world. The uh, the national what? park in Egypt, Sharm El Sheikh, uh, okay. the best in the world for snorkeling and diving. I won't be diving. You wouldn't get me into a diving suit, would you? Um, <laughs> but I'll definitely you, be snorkeling. You need a lot of my talc, Baz. <laughs> um, I've got a boat trip planned, so um, we'll be d- doing a bit of that. Yeah, uh, I, sw- I swim very much like I have sex, Barry, which is with my t-shirt on. I'm not really very keen no, on it, like um, so. Champions League tonight, Barry. What, what's going on here? Uh, that was me. That was a mistake. Oh, you. Why would you? Why would you do that? I didn't mean to. Well, all right, okay. Um, so yeah, <laughs> Champions have League. Swapped, have I swapped your things, like Malcolm? No. Why? No. Okay, carry on. It falls well. I added because you've got two devices linked, haven't you? And I added you in, so you were in there twice, um, and then I just removed you again. That was all. Come on, Barry, concentrate, man. This is going to be hard enough 
without um, us causing undue problems. Um, three of the Tuesday, the, well, all the Tuesday night Champions League games just finished about 10 minutes ago. We have oh, three yeah. picks in scoring, Barry. We're both and- finishing profit, which is good. So let's say that. However, something terrible happened, didn't it? Fucking Man United. We handicapped it perfectly correctly. Uh, both teams to score was the pick. You had a three-team parlay, uh, a three-leg parlay. The first two hit, and your third leg was both teams to score. And Copenhagen just missed a 97th-minute penalty. Larson, Henrik Larson's kid. Um, it was all very um, nepotistic, is that a word? Because Hoyland's brother came on for Copenhagen. And then Henrik Larsen's kid missed a 97th-minute penalty um, saved by Andrew Onana, which would have given you three out of three on your picks and the parlay. Uh, you had Napoli, they won. You had Arsenal, they won. Um, I took. I had the both teams to score, so it cost me. I took Sociedad away in Benfica uh, at 5-2. to two. So that cashed. But we handicapped that Man United game well by saying... They'd be shite and something terrible would happen. It's a bit like we handicap them every week. Um, yeah, so you've been you've been chinned there, Barry. Yeah, I mean, that would have been beautiful. I didn't have much time today to do much um, other than packing. And then I had kids coaching tonight. Um, I was so close to cancelling it, but um, I always feel a bit guilty cancelling and, you know, ruining a kid's night. So I went and coached tonight, even though I didn't want to. Um, but yeah, I came home, I came straight on here and I said to you, I don't even know what's happening, Malcolm. And you said, Napoli have won, Arsenal are winning, uh, Man U are 1-0. And then you, and then the penalty come up and I was like, yes, this is it. Because I literally just played the three picks that I put out. Um, so yeah, absolutely uh, gutted that hasn't come off. But um, yeah, that uh, Real Sociedad was a great pick, Malcolm. 5-2, to two, you've done well there. Um, and as I say, Arsenal and Napoli were both around even, um, both over even money, plus money, 11-10 yeah. each of them, I think. Um, so two two good picks, and as I say, I think I've been unlucky from what I hear about Man United. I think Copenhagen had enough that they should have got a goal. And as you say, we had the post after four minutes, and you know when you just think, oh, because it was a quite an easy six yards out. You just had to roll it past the keeper, which he did, and hit the beans. And that was one of those where it's so early in the game, you think, oh no, that was it. That was the thing. Uh, and as it happened, they huffed and puffed, and eventually, old uh, Harry Maguire scored for Man United. Uh, which was funny. I mean, Arsenal got away with it a little bit. Arsenal scored after 45 plus three. Um, it was 45 plus four on the board. Sevilla had a corner. Um, so they went across. They said, oh, there's a goal. Um, so I was delighted because it looked like Sevilla were going to score, break from the corner, and they scored in the 49th minute and um, when everything else had gone to half-time. Uh, we could get a little bit to look like that. Um, yeah, so, like I said, we're going early on the Tuesday night. We're going to broadcast this on Wednesday, uh, not much lifestyle than 48 hours, Barry, unfortunately, since we recorded on um, on Sunday night, because the, it turns out, Barry, I think people prefer the lifestyle chat to anything else. Um, I'm oh, going to get your normal review, man, aren't you? You, you, you look after the listener reviews, the listener of the week reviews, um, but I can drag them up in front of me. The last couple of reviews we'd had in, we've had in uh, we're very appreciative of, but uh, they do focus on the lifestyle issues. Uh, the first one is from J.B. Miller. Um, and he likes match day Saturdays. New England Patriots fan, they make his life miserable on Sundays. They won on Sunday, uh, but he said the picks are great and the lifestyle reports are hilarious. So thank you, J.B. Miller. Um, and then Jeremy from Washington State, he said it's become one of his favourite podcasts. Uh, and the lifestyle chat is sneaky fantastic. So uh, thank you, Jeremy, as well. Um, 
if you want to be a listener of the week, uh, send us a review. Hit the five star, smash like, subscribe, and all that. So I haven't had much yeah, chance, Baz. Before you move on, Malcolm, that because I was going to bring up the reviews. Um, but there's also almost a bit of symmetry to it. I remember about one of our very first reviews that we got on the Apple uh, network was from Brian, one of our regular listeners. Yeah. And his his words were, I can still remember them, come for the picks, stay for the lifestyle chat. Um and you know, here we are with our most recent reviews all 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 about the lifestyle. Um, so someone jokingly said the other week we should have a, just a lifestyle podcast. I'm not sure. We, we both said I don't think we uh, have enough to fill that out. Uh, but it's good to know people get the point of the show and what we're trying to make it. Uh, well, just uh, Yeah, it's good. If we're not presenting the one show within 18 months, Baz, there's something <laughs> seriously wrong with the fabric of this country. Jermaine Jenas can sit there with that Welsh bird. I'm sure Megan, you can get away with it. Um, Dave Horan mentioned me today. One. On the topic of the New England Patriots before you move on, that New England yeah. Patriots win over the Bills knocked me out of the second chance survivor, didn't it? Week one, gone. Yeah. Bit well, of. I didn't get my email, and but then I listened to the recap show on Monday and Sean and Ryan said, there's still time to enter on Monday night because there was a game. Um, yeah. And it's a great time to enter because everyone's been knocked out, picked the Bills. So I did it again. Got me email. Picked the 49ers. So I'm out as well. So that's the end of that. <laughs> so I tried to steal my way in, and Rowdy got knocked out. So yeah, fiasco. Um, yeah, Dave Ferrand message today, and I think the um, the the bean buzz has captured the imagination uh, of the globe. I mean, only 48 hours. It's had a few more minutes, Buzz, since uh, Sunday. I think Buzz, it needs a good six-minute job. It needs like a jacket potato or a pineapple upside down cake doing to really get some action on the bean. Because 30 seconds at a time, 45 seconds, isn't really... I, mean, I might have to accelerate the process of trying to murder this bean. So I might try a jacket potato tomorrow, Baz. We'll see how we get on. Um, Patrick uh, Bacchus was asking about the algorithm. He wants algorithm news. Um, <laughs> orgasm number plates have gone. The internet has decided I don't want them. So I haven't seen one of them for about three weeks. Uh, Slutty Velma's back. She never really goes away now, though, Baz. I'll tell you why. It's because I click on her when I see her. So just to have a look. So she's never really... I don't think she's ever going to go away because I click on her. But what I have got now, and I think this is from the um, the fat man underpants situation, is that I've got now clothes that help, like medical clothing. The internet's quite keen on me buying. Um, I clicked... Um, like fur-lined jogging pants or fur-lined sort of long pants. But then also I clicked on one because it looked like it, it was like a pink plastic thing like covered in little nipples. It looked like a sex thing. So I clicked on it, but apparently it goes over your foot. It's meant to like help your feet and then help your feet feel better. Uh, so the algorithm on the back of the um, fat Samoan man underpants has got me uh, buying clothes that help. I'm at an age now, Barry, where I'm being pitched clothes for my ailments at all times. Uh, have you got any clothes that help? Um, no, don't think so. No. I don't rate clothes much. Like I just buy them for functionality. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I don't buy. Them. I mean, those underpants are the first, probably the first things I've ever bought myself. My mother still buys most of my gear. I sometimes like survive on Christmases and birthdays, socks, pants, a polo shirt off my mother every Christmas, and that's it. You know, I like a charity shop, um, as the Americans would call it, a thrift shop. I've still got that uh, dead train driver shirt that I wear. It uh, cost me two quid. I had bloodstains all up the back. But yeah, that gets announced every now and again. Um, right, okay. Then let's make some picks, Barry, because you want to go to bed, don't you? 
Stop yeah. talking, Shane. I'm going to tell you all about uh, who's first tonight. I'm not going to read that bit I'm not meant to read. Like last week, you see, I've shown development there. Underdog Fantasy Bars is where we're starting. Um, scorchers. Go five for five in picking Scorchers. And enjoy a spicy 100 XP out. Uh, for a limited time, Underdog is extending the first deposit bonus to $500. $100,000 Sundays continue on Underdog Fantasy. Ten lucky players win ten grand each. So watch along, make your picks, maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign with the promo code SGPN, Underdog, double your first deposit up to $500. Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. And the NBA Underdog contest is back uh, to celebrate. We're giving away NBA Gambling Podcast hoodie. Head over to uh, NBA, where are we going? Head to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA dog. Uh, to submit a screenshot um, of you playing NBA Underdog using our promo code SGP and a random winner will get an NBA Gambling Podcast hoodie. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA dog. Um, since we recorded on Sunday, the weekend finished with uh, Tottenham 2 Crystal Palace nil, which rounded out a great week for me. I was happy with that. Um I took Tottenham minus one and a half, which led me to a seven and three week. Um, you took Tottenham minus one. Um, so, yeah, we both added on another little winner. And the reason I bring that up is because Tottenham are back in action on Friday night. Tottenham are first up. It's uh, eight o'clock Friday night, which is 3 p.m. Eastern time. Crystal Palace v Tottenham Hotspur. Uh, Crystal Palace are, you know, line movement, Baz. Uh, what was that, 16 to five plus 320? Now, Palace have drifted out to uh, the draw is 11 to 4, uh, plus 275. And Tottenham have shifted from 9 to 10 into 4 to 5. So, yeah, Tottenham's win last night has moved all of those lines. Um, it, it does affect my pick. My, well, it doesn't affect my pick. I'm going to take the same pick because it's still backable. Um, really, really easy, Barry. I've done quite a few straightforward ones again, um, keeping it simple after. Uh, a few winners breeds a bit more confidence, but um, I just love this as a little pot builder. With mean, the being a standalone Friday night as well, just to almost a double your money for the weekend situation. Um, and the money's the, the, the bet's going to be Tottenham on the money line. Barry Palace were poor at Newcastle last week. Um, they had no answer at all. In fact, they didn't even try and find one to a team who were relentlessly attacking them. Um, what's going to happen on Friday night is Tottenham are going to relentlessly attack them. They're missing their attacking players, pretty much all of them. Uh, Eze, Elise, I've got in brackets, Zaha, all the players that made Palace um, a betting proposition when they were at home aren't there. Um, they've got that big lump, Mateta, um, Odson, Edward, people like that aren't going to cut it for you. Puts a lot of pressure on their defence which aren't stellar. And we saw that at Newcastle. Um, they just buckled pretty much immediately. Tottenham just go at them um, like Newcastle did. They were fine on Monday night. Spurs, comprehensive 2-0 win. Um, Tottenham at 4-5, Barry minus 120 is my lead-off play. Yeah, some of my notes are a bit brief this week, but I've got a bit more on this one. Um, I mean, I disagree with you. I think Palace are... Decent defensively. I think there's a little bit of recency bias in your comment because they've just went and conceded 
allowed to us. But before that, they'd only conceded seven and eight games. So I think defensively they are okay. And at home they are okay. Um, I don't mind the Spurs pick. I'll start by saying that. Um, I told you last week how wildly inconsistent Palace were. The form line, if you look on the app, and it just it's like a traffic light. Red, yellow, green. Red, yellow, green. Red, yellow, green. So you look at the last nine games. Win, lose, draw. Win, lose, draw. Win, draw, lose. So three wins, three draws, three losses in nine. Just totally inconsistent. Hard to really get any feel for Palace at all. The, the biggest fade of them for me versus Newcastle was on their lack of scoring rather than the defence, because I, I thought the defence would be better. Um, only Bournemouth have scored less goals than Palace this season. Palace were just seven. Um, but that said, the home form is better. Since January of this year, so in the last nine months, there's only Arsenal and Man City have went to Selhurst Park and won. It's pretty astonishing for a team as average as Palace to have only lost to the top two sides in the league um, last season. Um, Arsenal went there this year and won only by a margin of 1-0. So, I was sat trying to make a case for Palace because I think there will be some regression from this Spurs team at some time. I don't think that they're going to sustain a title charge. Um, I mean, Spurs, some Spurs fans are starting to get on my tits on Tinternet already. Um, I mean, half-time today in the early game, Bayern Munich were 1-1 and I'd seen a Spurs fan on Twitter saying, Harry, Mickey, Harry Kane must now surely be starting to regret moving to Bayern Munich. And that was like because they weren't beating Galatasaray away from home. Um, <laughs> and then, obviously, you know, Spurs aren't in Europe. Bayern Munich went and beat Galatasaray. I just think Harry Kane's not going to judge that move um, on the first 10 games of the season. He'll judge it at the end of the season when he's got trophies in his cabinet. Anyway, I digress because you've put a stupid comment on the screen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> honestly. So yeah, I did try make on the one job, uh, I did try and make a case for Palace, um, but I'm just struggling after the way they did capitulate against Newcastle last week. Uh, but I think they'll make things difficult for Spurs though, and I think they can keep the score down. My pick's going to be under two and a half goals at eleven to ten plus Ooh. money. I mean, Spurs haven't scored more than two in any of the last five games, so they're playing well and they're winning games, but they're not blowing anyone away. Um, they've just come off a one nil against Luton, two nil at the weekend against Fulham. Um, so the last two games both went under. And if Palace continue to struggle in attack, Spurs will shut them out and Spurs will win this 1 or 2 nil. And I think the under 2.5 is a good price at 11 to 10. So that's where I've gone. Palace Spurs under 2.5 goals, Mal. Fair enough. That Spurs game should have finished 4-1 the other night. We're going to get the Fulham in a bit, but they missed a couple of absolute sitters and Tottenham for the scored loads. Um, OK, Saturday, lunchtime. The early kickoff is... Chelsea against Brentford. That's 12.30, 7.30 Eastern time. Uh, Chelsea are 11 to 18, minus 163. Draws 13 to 5, plus 260. Brentford are 4 to 1, Barry. Yeah, so this is one where I've got quite a short write-up because I've been very busy today. Um, so I didn't want to watch should have mentioned team. that, man. You know, um, both teams to score for me, Mal. Um, Brentford have only failed to score once in all games this season. Uh, that was against NUFC, as it happens. Um, Chelsea have only had two clean sheets in nine, and those came against Fulham and Luton, so a couple of couple of the strugglers. Um, I think we've started to see an improvement in Chelsea in recent weeks. 
Um, so I didn't want to go with Brentford here. I think Chelsea are starting to look a bit better. But I think Brentford can get on the score sheet and land the both teams to score. Uh, it's 4-5, to five, minus 125. So Chelsea-Brentford, both teams to score for me, Morgan. Yeah, Chelsea are showing those signs of getting a little bit better. But they still haven't laid down a marker. I mean, they, were, they should have done that on Sunday, but blew a 2-0 lead. They won 3 drawn 3 lost 3. Um, and the home form isn't great. One win in four games. Um, but they're definitely trending in the right direction. I get it. I was quite low on Brentford um, before last week. And I don't know what to do with the 3-0 win over Burnley because we said on Sunday um, how very disappointing Burnley have been. So it doesn't really change much. What's the only the first win in seven? I agree with you, Baz. It was hard to take a side. Chelsea being amongst the goals and Brentford have scored in their last five. Same bet, Barry. Team ride. Both teams to score is four to five minus 120. Uh, next is we enter the three o'clock. There's only two of these. Um, Arsenal take on Sheffield United, um, 10 a.m. Eastern time. Arsenal one to seven minus 700. The draw is seven to one. And Sheffield United are 18 to one. If you fancy a big dog this week, um, Arsenal love battering the shit teams at home. Um, not as much this year yet. They've won five and drawn three. They've only covered the handicap twice, Barry. So they haven't been battering teams. Um, once was that very fortunate late one against Man United as well. So really could have easily just been one once out of the nine. Um, so I'd be quite happy to factor in the opposition here. If it was anybody except Burnley or Sheffield United, I would probably give them a little bit more, um, a little bit more gravitas in this game. Um, Sheffield United have got one point. The form was terrible before they competed against Manchester United last week. And again, what does that mean? The, the, a bit like Burnley at Brentford doesn't tell you much because Palace won at Man United. Copenhagen should have got something tonight. So the form line really doesn't tell you much for Sheffield United. Really then hard when you've got a one to seven shot to find a bet without taking something boring like the handicap. So I fished around Barry and I did find one. It's even money. And it's Arsenal win both halves. Um, which is, uh, so yeah, Arsenal would have to win the first half and then come out and do it all over again and win the second half. Um, so that's a pick. Arsenal to win both halves uh, plus 100 even money, Barry. Yeah, similar to you, um, looking around, fishing around for different ways of playing it. Um, I did think it was a horrible one with Arsenal needing to be taken to win by three to get anywhere close to evens. Um, I mean, I don't think this will be the game where Sheffield United get going. Um, so you've got to look at how you can play Arsenal and how you can tr- try and be a bit different with it because, as you say, they're not blowing anyone away. Um, so similar, I looked at similar markets. I look consider the one you've got, but I've went for Arsenal to win to nil. Four to five, minus 125. Five of Arsenal's last six wins have all been to nil. Um, and well, Sheffield United have been nicking goals in, in lots of their games. Uh, West Ham, Newcastle and Palace have all managed to shut them out so far. And I think it's a fair price and it's a reasonable way of taking Arsenal here um, where they don't have to blow them away. They can pick up a 1-0 or a 2-0. Um, so, yeah, the pick for me, Arsenal v Sheffield United. Arsenal win to nil, four to five. OK, uh, we'll move on. I'll tell you about Hall of Fame bets. Um, win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB and soccer bet with historical stats and data. 
anti enter any parlay idea in the Hall of Fame bets. Revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as expected probability for your entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet, telling which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use the code SGPN to get 50% off your first month. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. So the only other three o'clock game on Saturday is a bit of a bum fight. Um, Bournemouth take on Burnley. Bournemouth are... Plus 115, 15 to 13. The draw is 12 to 5, plus 240. Burnley are 23 to 10, um, plus 230. Uh, Barry, I mean, what do you do with this? I'll tell you what I'm doing with this, Malcolm. Um, I'll get there in a minute. I uh, don't think Iriola's gone yet, has he? No. Uh, officially. Rumours to rumors, rumors around he's gone, like. Okay, um, I haven't seen that. There was some of that yesterday on Twitter. There was some of it today. I don't think anything's been confirmed, but it sounds very much like he's in the last chance saloon. If he even makes it to Saturday, he might not make it that far. Um, I think you said last week we might just have to accept that Bournemouth are shit. Um, and the same has been said of Burnley, hasn't it? Um, but Bournemouth have lost the last four games, conceding 11 in the process. They've got the worst attack in the league, just six goals in nine. And it's not much prettier for Burnley. They're, they're shipping goals for fun as well, and they've scored only seven. Um, but that said, I'm going to take Burnley to win here, Malcolm, on the money line. Um, it's in the same way as I took them against Luton uh, and won. It's a similar matchup. Another fellow struggler who can't find the net. Lewis Cook's going to be out, suspended for Bournemouth. That'll be a big miss for them. Um, I think they struggle to cover that position. And I just think there isn't much between the two sides. The two really, really poor sides in really poor form at the moment. Um but you're getting almost double the price for Burnley than you are Bournemouth. And, and I get, obviously, Bournemouth are at home. Uh, but I think Burnley just offer the best value for me. So I'm taking Burnley on the money line at 23 to 10, plus 230. You, um, you, you seem stumped, Malcolm. No, it just went a bit posy-posy. Um, totally the other side, Barry. Bournemouth yeah. on the money line for me. No help to anybody. Everybody back the draw. Um yeah, Bournemouth have lost four in a row. They've conceded 12 in doing so. Um, Burnley are lost by three goals the last twice and their only win has come against Luton Town. And I swore off Burnley last week, so I can't go back to that. I'm going to give Bournemouth a chance here, Baz. Just, uh, there's very few ticks in boxes here for any of the teams. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bournemouth at home. Home advantage got a tick. Um the little bit of Prem experience and the fact they've got some better players, Barry Phillip, Bill and Solange, might just make the difference. Um, so I'm going to take Bournemouth at 15 to 13 plus 115 and uh, get involved in a little crossfire with you. Um, take time on Saturday, uh, 5.30, which is 12.30 Eastern time. I'm going to be watching this, Barry, in the Brewers Arms in Worcester with Eggy and Benny and... Dave Smith and all the old boys. I lived, I lived in Worcester a lifetime ago and every now and again I get to go down. Uh, so I'm going down for a wedding this weekend. Um, so on Saturday nights, it's actually a Wolves pub I'm going in. Um, but yeah, I'm going to see uh, Witto and, and Tink and all of the all the characters in there. So looking forward to that. Um, as far as the game's concerned, Wolves are Burlington Bertie, 130 plus 333. The draw's 3-1. Newcastle are 7-10. 
minus 142. Interesting game, this one, Barry. I found it really hard to handicap. Did you watch Gary O'Neill on Monday Night Football the other night? No, I've been very busy, Malcolm, have I told you? You know, no, you should, you should have mentioned that. Um, so, this, you, um, um, have you not seen any clips or anything on the Twitter? Or I, Because he went on I, and... It, I think we're still talking about it, but I haven't looked at any of it yet. It was kind of, it was quite good, but made me teeth itch at the same time. Um, yeah. So what he did was he sort of, they had, first of all, they had footage from training for the last two weeks about how they were going to play against Bournemouth and this 3v4 he was going to create in the middle or a 4v3. And it was like diagonally across the pitch and he had a double pivot. And when he went in there, he went that way and that was his signal to come in there and then blah, 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 bosh. Um, and then they showed the game and they showed how they implemented it like in the first three minutes of the game. And once it started working, the players believed in it and they kept doing it and all that. So it was it was quite interesting, but it just had a little bit of um, like cool teacher about it. Like he was trying a bit too hard. Like you, these sort of managers who'd be great at a job interview with the PowerPoint presentation, the Andre VS Boas. It was a bit David Brent. Um, or for the American, a bit Michael Scott. Like, it was just something not quite right about it. And even if I had a round neck jumper on and just little things like that, you know, little red flags. But it was quite good. Like, you know, I'm probably being a bit picky. Um, I like Wolves. I like O'Neill. I like what they've been doing. Uh, they did us a favour with that win last week at Bournemouth, a little two to one winner. Um, they were beaten in four and they've got good form lines as well, Barry. They win against Manchester City, they drawed Villa. Um, and Pedro Neto might just be the best player in the Premier League at the moment. That's not, I don't think that's a stretch. Newcastle in great form, 1-4 draw, one in the last five. Scoring tons of goals. Uh, we talked on Sundays, if you're going to back Newcastle, back them to go right up the ladder. Because at any given point, they'll just go Raj and score five more. Um, we've got a game against Dortmund tomorrow night, but uh, we can't see into the future. Don't know how that's going to go. Yeah, I found it really, really hard to take a side. And... I'm not very good at picking Newcastle and also I don't like it. I don't want to take them because I think I'm going to jinx them. I like the overs. I like both teams to score, Barry, but both are three to four, minus 133. A little bit short, the Newcastle team total over one and a half is also too short, 13 to 18, minus 138. So I'm going to combine all of that shit, Barry. <clears throat> both teams to score with over two and a half goals is 11 to 10, plus 110. Yeah, I don't mind that. I've, I've I've gone a bit more bold with Newcastle. I, I feel I need to get on the Newcastle train. Um, as you know, I don't very often get Wolves right, so I could be wrong yeah. here. Uh, although I did get them right at the weekend, which was uh, a bonus. So maybe I've got over that. Um, I mean, we wondered if there'd be a bit of a Champions League hangover after the AC Milan game. Went and won 8-0. Uh, we followed up the PSG game with a decent 2-2 against West Ham. So I think signs have been good in terms of them not being suffering any any sort of bad reactions to, to the Champions League football midweek, so hopefully we'll be good here. Um, eight games unbeaten. Um, we don't, As you say, we don't know how the Dortmund game's gone yet, so that, that could change. Um, 21 goals in the last six games alone, highest scorers in the league. And Wolves have been OK defensively recently, um, but Liverpool, Palace, Brighton have all been able to put three or more against Wolves this season, so they have got it in them to let twos and threes in. Uh, no problem there. Um, so I thought I could play it safe here with a, with a short price one you've mentioned. Newcastle to score two or more 
at 8-11. to 11. Something they've done in each of the last four games is score two or more. Uh, but I'm going to be a bit bold. I'm going to take Newcastle to score three or more here, Malcolm. Yeah. Uh, and with what you said last week, if you're going to back them, let's take them to back to get loads yeah. of goals. If they win, they're winning well. Um, three or more Newcastle goals is 12 to five plus 240. Um, it's a decent price. So yeah, Newcastle team total over 2.5 at 12 to five, Malcolm. Because if you keep using that system, you, you are going to run into a couple of losers. But when you hit. Uh, you don't have to hit every week because they're going to go up there. Bad. So, yeah, that, that's a money where your mouth is played. If we're going to put it out there as a system, um, then, yeah, absolutely back it and take it. I like that, Barry. Um, on the Sunday, we have a one o'clock kickoff. Don't know why. Between West Ham and Everton. Um, what's that? 8 a.m. Eastern time. West Ham United are 11 to 10, plus 110. The draw is 12 to 5, plus 240. And Everton are 5 to 2. Plus 250, Barry, take it away. Yeah, so West Ham were brought back to earth a little bit last week with a defeat to Villa, well beaten. Um, and they'll also be coming into this off the back of a European game on Thursday night. Um, I didn't think Everton were too bad versus Liverpool at the weekend. But I think, with the exception of the game against Villa, I've liked what I've saw from West Ham this season. I think they will drop back a bit. Uh, as the season goes on. But they've only lost games now to Man City, Liverpool and Villa this season. So they are um, putting in good good results against the teams, you know, lower down the division um, and dropping points against those up and around the top end. So I think they can bounce back. Yeah, I think it's a good uh, spot for West Ham. And I think on 11 to 10 on the money line, West Ham at home, I'm going to take them here. So yeah, the pick for me, West Ham to be Devon, 11 to 10. Team right, Barry, really easy. Um, you're getting the better team at home, odds against. It was just absolutely happy as Larry with that. Um, a lot of these Sunday games, well, in fact, all of these Sunday games, sorry, four, four of these um, take into account the Thursday night Europa League or Europa Conference games. Um, I mean, I didn't really factor it in much because we just don't really know. There wasn't much of a pattern came out of that first round. Teams have traditionally struggled, um, but I've just handicapped these games as I've seen them. So, um, yeah, West Ham, are, they're, they're better than Everton. They've got better players. They're at home. Um, and I don't think it's a fluke how West Ham have been performing. 11 to 10 is a good price, Barry. Uh, two o'clock, 9 a.m. Eastern time. Aston Villa take on Luton. Aston Villa, one to four, minus 400. Uh, 19 to four, the draw, plus 475. Luton are nine to one. Um, Villa going along great. Four-one uh, win against West Ham last time out is a good indicator of that. They've won four of the last five, and their four home games in the league so far, they've won three-one, six-one, four-one, and four-nil. Uh, great, uh, great form line there. I've no idea where Luton found that fight back against Forest last week. They were dead and buried, um, but they found one. Uh, their better form is away from home. Europa League question mark. It exists, but I don't know what to do with it in this situation. Um, because I'd found that Arsenal to win both halves play in the Ars- uh, in that Arsenal-Sheffield United, Barry, and I was struggling again with a prohibitive favourite, I went back to it. Um, Aston Villa to win both halves. Um, I haven't written the price out, but that's me pick, Barry. Give us your handicap and I'll try and find that price. My handicap will take about two seconds here, Malcolm. Um, your villain in man. both halves works right out for me because I've gone... Uh, at home, they're just a winning machine. They're, they're, they're winning 
week in, week out from this season and last season. Um, the form's incredible. And as you say, they've scored 17 goals in four home games so far this season. They've scored three or more in every one of them. Simple one for me, Miles. Villa to score three or more, 10 to 11, is the pick for me. Um, so if they win both halves, there's a good chance I'll cash mine as well. Uh, so yeah, Aston Villa, yeah. Luton, Villa team total over 2.5 goals at 10 to 11. Yeah. Six to four, Baz. They let to win both halves plus one fifty. Tasty, that they? Yeah, the way they've been playing, I, I wouldn't. You wouldn't put a pass. It's a good price. Um, if you take that in the Arsenal and uh, Villa game, you just need the one to cash. Uh, Arsenal break you even up. Villa will win it for you. And obviously, if they both come in, uh, happy days. Brighton take on Fulham at two o'clock. Brighton are nine to seventeen minus one eighty-eight. The draw is sixteen to five plus three twenty. Fulham are 19-4, four, plus 4.75, Barry. Um, yeah, so the Brighton trend of over three and a half goals coming to an end. So every single game had been over three and a half. Uh, every single game had been both teams to score. And that 2-1 defeat to Man City put an end to the three and a half goals. The early season hype around Brighton's subsided a bit, hasn't it, Malcolm? Can you remember what yeah, we said? Yeah, has returned their penises to their trousers. Um, yeah. We can all get on with our lives. We we said didn't we? You know you could you could start opposing Brighton because the boogies were right far too far in Brighton's favour in terms of the prices. Um, and here we are, they haven't won in five in all competitions now. Um, and for that reason, I think um, they're probably still a bit too short here at eight to fifteen. Um, but I do think it's a good bounce back spot for them. I do think there's a good chance. They'll, they'll get back on track here against Fulham. I suspect you're going to probably say the opposite because you, you were impressed with Fulham the other day. But everyone scores against Brighton. Um, they still haven't got a clean sheet. I still think Brighton will win this, but I'm going to go back to the goals. I'm going to go back to the 3.5 goals in Brighton games. I think Brighton will win this 3-1 or something like that. Um, but Fulham will score uh, and Brighton will have to score multiple to, to win this game. So... Plus money, Brighton v Fulham over three point five goals at six to five. Well, yeah, that the, that had hit hundred percent of the time before the Man City game at the weekend, and it was a miracle. And how that didn't hit, I do not know. Yeah, um, that was one of my three losers. But Man City two 0 up, and then when Brighton got one, I mean, yeah, miraculous news. I wasn't impressed with Fulham the other day. That's the wrong word to use, Barry. Um, Brighton are a circus act uh, for me. Um, they look like getting battered at City somehow got out of it last week um, so they did break that streak both teams to score still a 100% record for Brighton no bad um, Fulham it was a comfortable in for Tottenham but Fulham didn't disgrace themselves they made a couple of decent chances um, we just said earlier on about system plays Barry that if we've talked about taking Newcastle to score tons of goals um, then you've got to put your money where your mouth is if we've talked about making money on Brighton getting beat, um, then put your money where your mouth is. So I'm going to do that here. I'm going to take Fulham, Barry. This is the kite. It fits that pattern. Um, the the lower lower calibre teams uh, going to Brighton and getting them. So I'm a little bit disappointed with the price bars. I thought they'd be 11 to 2, 6 to 1, something like that. So I might have a sniff around, see if I can find a better price. I've got 19 to 4 plus 475. Um but I'm going to take Fulham to win on the money line. Next is a... These are all two o'clock, aren't they? Yeah, two o'clock again is uh, Liverpool against Nottingham Forest. 
Liverpool seven to twenty-five minus three fifty-seven. The draw is nineteen to four plus four seventy-five. Nottingham Forest are nine to one. Liverpool are going along okay. Won four out of four at home and covered the handicap all four times, scoring two, three, three, and three. Forest aren't in great form. That was a shocker last week. They've had four draws and a loss in the last five. Their away form's been okay. Um, they had the 3-2 defeat at Man United. It was a bit unlucky. They won at Chelsea. They did okay at City and got a draw at Palace. So they've not been terrible. This is the one game I did kind of factor in the Thursday night fixture for Liverpool. They are at home. I think they played Toulouse. Um, so they haven't got a travel spot. But I just thought Forrest could keep this close, Barry. Having said Liverpool have covered the handicap four out of four. Um, I don't think Forrest did that bad. Um, Forrest plus a goal and a half, um, 41 to 40. So pretty much even money, Barry. Plus 102, Forrest on the Asian handicap for me. <laughs> Love it. You got I mean, Liverpool you? You, think, um, you think Liverpool are going to throw the game tomorrow? Throw the game? Yeah, you said they're going to play to lose. Oh, see what you've done uh, there, Barry. That's, on, that's a pretty little French joke. Ooh la la. Very good, that, Baz. Eh? That might be the first actual joke, Barry, in 124 episodes. <laughs> uh, no, I've done, um, done a cheese joke once, I'm sure. How, how do you cook some air out of we the keep track. We keep in count of the actual jokes, too. Come on, joke man. number two, Barry Penaluna. Well done. I think we were going to do a joke of the week at one point, but uh, I ran out oh, of jokes yeah. after one week. Uh, anyway, um, this isn't going to help anybody. Well, they can just pick their favourite host here. Um, Liverpool win on the handicap, Malcolm, two or more. <laughs> just, for me, Liverpool are a team hard to oppose at home, um, and with Forrest still struggling. Um, I find it difficult to oppose Liverpool here. Forrest have won just one away from home all season. Um, and Liverpool have had six games at home now in all competitions and they've won every single one of them by two goals. Um, yeah. So it's a little bit short this one for me, but I'm, I'm, I think it's a safe one. I think Liverpool on the handicap to win by two or more looks straightforward. It's 8 to 11. It's you know minus 136. It's the shortest price pick I've got. Um, but I like Liverpool to keep winning by two or more. I'm just not... Sold on Forest at the minute. Um, something isn't right. Something isn't clicking for them. And Liverpool at home are, are hitting, you know, handicap wins every week. Okay, fair enough. Um, last game on the card is a three thirty. The kickoff times are insane uh, this week. Three thirty on Sunday. So what's that? Ten thirty Eastern time. Manchester United take on Manchester City. Uh, Man United are seven to two. Uh, plus three fifty. The draw is three to one, and Manchester City are seven to ten minus one forty two. Come on, Baz. Right, well, Matt, we've said for weeks you can't back Man United at such short prices. We keep saying them at odds on every week uh, and saying this is ridiculous. You can't back them. So, Malcolm, you can get them at seven to two plus three fifty this week. Do you fancy that? Yeah, you do. Do I what? Do you fancy it? Do you like uh, no, them at seven no, to two? No. Absolutely not. No, so we've, we've moaned about them at short prices, uh, but 7-2 to uh, at home is a pretty big price for Man United. I can't think there's been many occasions where they've been 7-2 to two to win at home. Uh, but yeah, I'm not having a piece of that either. Not for me. You've yet to see a good performance from Man United this season. Um, no. Still think they're in a mess. 
they might have, you know, they scraped a couple of wins against Brentford and Sheffield United. And then they've went and scraped it again tonight at, at home to Copenhagen. Um, this is a different challenge. They can't play like they did in those recent games and, and keep getting away with it. Um, and, and I don't think they will get away with it against Man City. I think Man City are a great pick at 8-11 to on the money line. Um, but my pick here is Man City on the handicap. Man City will win this by two or more goals. It's 15-8. to eight. Um, Big price. What's that? Plus 187. Um, love it. Man City to win by two or more against Man United. Yeah. Uh, just short of two to one, Malcolm. Um, I've got the same handicap, but a different bet, Barry. Um, I mean, the only thing was the, the two little things in the back of my mind were that Manchester United ran Arsenal quite close in that game. Um, I mean, they were a fanny's hair away from going 2 1 up uh, with that disallowed offside goal. Um, and the, remember they beat Manchester City last year at home, yeah. although there was that ridiculous offside goal involved in it. Um, but I just still can't off them, Barry. The defence is absolutely shocking. And the midfield's pedestrian, ab- totally and utterly pedestrian. Um, so, City aren't in stellar form, um, but I think they can get goals, Barry. So, I've got my bet is over two and a half team total for Manchester City. And that's a little bit bigger than yours. That's nine to four. Uh, plus two twenty-five. Um, so yeah, we we'll take a city, take city four-one bars. That's what we'll do. There might be a little ladder in there as well. Um, if you want, we haven't got any, we haven't got a one-one of the week, and we haven't got Baz's ladders. Baz, we're letting the uh, we're letting the gimmicks down this week. But yeah, Manchester City over two and a half on the team total is nine to four plus two twenty-five. And um, obviously, because I'm going to be in Worcester, which is in the um, the southwest Midlands of the country. I'm going to those wedding with a lot of Manchester United fans, you know, that's the heartland. But, uh, so they'll all be sitting there in their Spider-Man pyjamas at the win. So I very much hope when I'm seven pints deep to be able to give them a load of verbal abuse uh, when Man City knocking a seventh goal after 58 minutes or something like that. That would be tremendous. Um, Barry, have you got any fancy stuff? I have, yeah. I'm going with uh, goal scorer. Start with the scorer. Um, Julian Alvarez. For Man City, twenty-one to ten, plus two ten. So you're getting over two to one for Alvarez. He scored in three of the last four for Man City in the Premier League. So I think two to one just looks a nice price. Um, he's getting plenty of game time now. Um, so yeah, like that for a scorer. The underdog for me is Burnley. Um, not not one I'm massively keen on, but it was the only big underdog I really taken on the card. So had to take underdog at Burnley as my underdog of the week. Um, and treble. I've gone for a team total treble. Um, but I have got a bit of a ladder t- twist on it. So I'm going for these three teams to score two or more goals. Brighton, Newcastle and Man City to score two or more. That sounds easy, doesn't it? Seven I love this next thing, Baz. I'm one Seven step ahead of you. I'm one then, up. Come on. And then just take them all to score three or more. Because yes. you could easily see Brighton, Newcastle, and Man City scoring three or more in any game, any week. 26 to 1, Malcolm. Get on there. Get up the ladder. So, yeah, the team total treble Man City, Newcastle, Brighton, all to score over 1.5 goals, 7 to 2. And then take them all over 2.5. Uh, gets you 26 to 1 for that treble. Love it. The um, the TTT bars, the team total treble, was another gimmick you've just invented. Um, that's um, sexy as all hell, Baz. I like that a little. My exotics here, Baz, are absolutely awful. 
I wrote these down. I mean, I'll possibly bump my head slightly before I wrote any of these down. Um, so my underdog, actually, I don't mind, is, is Fulham, because I've had no money line underdog. Um, I handicapped these games before the Tottenham-Fulham game, so I hadn't put Fulham in. And at the time, I had no money line underdog. Yeah, so through lack of alternatives, I ended up with Fulham at 19-4 plus 4.75. My anytime goal scorer of ours is minging, absolutely minging. Um, you could have 100 guesses and not guess that I'm going for Kai Havertz to score for Arsenal. <laughs> um, I think he'll play, Baz, because Arsenal have played tonight away from home. Um, Jesus, Saka was rolling around all night. I don't know what was wrong with him. I think Jesus went off injured. Um, we always do. So I think the, the Havertz will get a game. Um, and Arsenal are going to score loads of goals. So he's going to be hanging around the penalty area when these goals go in. He might even get a dog shit penalty when they're 4 0 up, like he did last time for his only other goal. Um, 11 to 8, Barry, plus 137 for Kai Havertz. And my, so I've binned off the red card, Paul. I decided it was bollocks, if you remember. But I like me uh, scoring both halves. A little bit, Barry, that I've, uh, I took Arsenal earlier on. I added Aston Villa. Um, and the third team I've added to that, Barry, is Tottenham Hotspur. Um, so it's a three-day parlay, which we like. Uh, we've got a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That is um, six and a half to one. So plus 677. Arsenal, Villa and Tottenham all to score in both halves, Barry. Um, so that's it. Uh, anything else you would like to tell us before you need to go and get going to Egypt? No, I need to go and fill the well, car actually, up. Oh, actually, Yeah, get it. Sorry, back. yeah. I'm going to do a Premier League uh, an FPL update. We haven't done that for a couple of weeks. But I've got right. a page. Is this just because I'm in a hurry to get away? Sorry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I'm going to do, Barry, is I'm going to list all 92 participants, give them that... And, and review their squads. and Team name, yeah, the full name and address, library card number, the points, and the, the transfer history, if, if that's all right with you. Um, yeah, so, in, <laughs> in first is uh, Mr. Bojangles. So that's Dan Newell, um, who is one point in front of one of the many Lennies uh, who populate the top half. Krusty Babylons, Lenny Ward, is in second place. He had a good week, 99 points. Uh, Cam Burke, we've got a, the first spotted Penaluna. Uh, Darren is in fourth. Uh, Curtis Gray, Max Cullen. Uh, Ewan McClary is up there. Where are you, Barry? Are you anywhere to be seen in the top 50? Long way back, Malcolm. Uh, Long way back. 42. There's another Penaluna in 22nd. That's not you. Um, I mean, I, yeah, I'm nowhere to be seen. My um, fate of uh, Marcus Rashford is working, but they keep winning. So it's not working at the same time, Barry. I've captained two, him every week and he hasn't fucking kicked it. But the two things I've winning. done this season is, one, no Man United players, so no Rashford, no Bruno, no Shaw, no Dallow, no Onana, none of them from the start to the finish. And I'm quite happy with how that's going. Uh, no hits, I've not taken any minus points yet. Uh, but as you can see, none of it's really working. Um, the one player that was doing well for me um, was Salah. Points every week. I played a wild card a couple of weeks ago because I had half of my team injured and I got rid of Salah. I, I, I just wanted to twist things up a bit. So I I had Salah when no one had him and now I've got rid of him when everybody else has got him. Um, he's now the, he's the, new, he's the current darling, isn't he? Every FBL yeah, account. So I'm, I'm, I'm 
quite often very sort of template, as they would call it. This year, I'm I'm trying to be a bit different. So I did oppose Rashford and Bruno and stuff like that. Um, and I went with Salah when not many people had started Salah at the start of the season. And then I've I've got rid of him now, but he scored two of the weekend, two of the week before. Penalties uh, was going to be a problem. Um, so that, that was bad. But at the same time, it's allowed us to really beef up my midfield. So I had Son and Madison picked up points for me last week. Um how else are we going? I mean, I scored well, well enough at the weekend, but just struggling to get anything amazing going. Like, um, but yeah, I'm not giving up. I keep plugging away. Yeah, you are three points behind Bob Barry. Uh, so there you go, Bob Tiger and Simmers, all on exactly the same points sitting in there. Um, yeah. I'm in 80th place, absolutely miles behind, but doing God's work in hamstringing Marcus Rashford season. I'm going to give a shout out to Liam Harcourt, who was our uh, top scorer of the week last week. Uh, he scored 107 for the only team in the, uh, oh, wow. the 100 club, scored 107. There was a couple of people on 99. Um, so, yeah, well done to Liam for a, a cracking game week score. Uh, Liam is the Newcastle Night Talk, Barry, plays baseball. All ah, right. Yeah. Yes. Uh, in fact, I think he left to join Sheffield. Uh, in the off-season, big money transfer for Liam. Uh, but yeah, nice kid, Liam. I let him know that he was the top scorer. Um, okay, I think I've got three things written down here, Barry. One said FPL. The second one says music, so I don't forget to do the music at the end. The third one says dishwasher, because I've got strict instructions to put the dishwasher on the minute we finish this, Barry. Um, so I've done the FPL. Um, I'll do the dishwasher in a bit, and I've just got to press the music button if we're finished talking, but... Yeah, I'm done. We're not quite sure at this point when the next one will be. We'll try and put something out, but it's likely to be Monday and it might be a, a slightly uh, compressed one given um, that I'm overseas. But uh, we'll see how we we'll work something out. It might be that I duck out and you you uh, go solo or whatever. But uh, yeah, we'll put another show out ready for next week, which is EFL and uh, EFL Cup stuff midweek. Yes. Um, so we will yeah. keep them coming, but it, we might... Veer off schedule slightly uh, due to my uh, whereabouts. Okay, then. Well, cheers, Baz. Have a lovely time. Uh, we'll all be thinking of you in downtown Charmel Shake watching the match. Um, thanks, everyone, um, for joining this recording. Sorry we couldn't get the comments on that good, but we will endeavour over the next 10 days to keep the show regular. Uh, good luck with all your picks. Good luck, Newcastle, tomorrow against Dortmund. Um, and we will see you down the road. Cheers.